Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP and today is the 24th of August 2022 and to be honest, the market does look pretty much the same. Not much has happened since the last 24 hours. But when we are looking at the price, we are going to compare the general cryptocurrency market volume and we will also be looking at the market share, the 24-hour trading volume and the dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about Nike, the woke giant which has made a record of $185 million that is in profit in NFT sales. And the second one is Dolce & Gabbana, which is just at $25.65 million. So the difference is absolutely massive. And in today's episode, I'll also like to pose two questions. That is, are NFTs considered as art or are they considered as altcoin? And the second question is, does fractionalization of NFT lead into security. Now what I plan to do is maybe in the next month or so, I do want to speak to a couple of lawyers and law firms and I want to release three episodes on blockchain technology, cryptocurrencies and NFTs. So hopefully I might be able to speak to some lawyers and law firms and release three episodes. In today's episode, we're also going to be discussing crypto.com which is once again making a massive headlines and this time it has to do with an audit report by the leading firm Deloitte, so we'll definitely be talking about that too. And Celsius Network is in the news once again, and this time they are suing their counterpartner Prime Trust, and they're suing them over 17 million dollars in tokens. So a bit of drama which is currently going on. And CoinDesk and Coin Telegraph, and both of them have released articles. So definitely a lot going on so far as Celsius Network is concerned. Regarding UAE, I have two news. And the first news is about Dubai police. And what they plan to do is, in case if you have lost your passport, the Dubai police will issue the lost passport certificate within 24 hours. And they're doing that using blockchain technology. I'm going to be sharing my opinion on where blockchain technology can be actually utilized. The second news is about W Motors. And they are venturing into Metaverse to create an immersive experience around hypercars. So W Motors are definitely making news and headlines so far as hypercars is concerned in the metaverse. So let's kick start today's news. Welcome everyone, it's ATM here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover job news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. How the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And every Fridays, we have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out those episodes as well. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. So follow me on my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. Or you can also go to Blockchain DXP website and look at the blogs under the crypto blog sections. Alternatively, you can also go to the Medium website and follow me on Substack using Blockchain DXP. So let's kickstart today's news with the price of cryptocurrencies. Now, as of today, 24th of August, the global crypto market is at $1.04 trillion. So not much has happened in the cryptocurrency world. Now since the last 24 hours, 
it is marginally up by 1.13% and the total crypto market volume is currently at $70.11 billion. Now, since the last 24 hours, it has gone up by 0.99%. The total volume in DeFi is currently at $5.36 billion and DeFi accounts for 7.65% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. And the volume of stablecoins is also low. It is down to $64.17 billion and stablecoin accounts for 91 0.52% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now let's look at comparison between Bitcoin and Ethereum. The market share of Bitcoin has gone down and the market share of Ethereum has gone up. The Bitcoin market share as of 24th of August is $411 billion, whereas Ethereum has gone up and it is currently at $202 billion. So as of now, it is just a little over 48 or 49% of the market share of Bitcoin. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is currently at $31 billion, but in the next couple of hours, it just might cross the $32 billion mark because it is at $31.9 billion as of now. The 24-hour trading volume of Ethereum is at $18.3 billion. Now, the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum both have gone down. The dominance of Bitcoin now is at 39.80% and the dominance of Ethereum is 19.60%. So it looks like there is not much happening so far as the cryptocurrency is concerned. But as and when the merge date gets closer, I'm pretty much sure there will be a lot of volume going on in the cryptocurrency world. And I believe uh, the Federal Reserve Board will be releasing the inflation numbers around the 26th towards the end of this week. And that time, a few hours before or a few hours after the announcement, I'm pretty much sure there will be some movement in the cryptocurrency world. The massive news that is going on in the cryptocurrency world and in the NFT world and also in the retail sector is Nike. So Nike, the woke giant, has recorded $185 million in profit sales. Now mind you, this is taking into consideration their merge with CloneX. So this revenue does include CloneX sales and royalties pre-acquisition and that's one of the reasons why the numbers are ridiculously high. Watch Guru if you follow them on Twitter or LinkedIn. They tend to provide these updates pretty much every minute or so. And they have taken this link by an analytical firm called Dune. If you go to Dune, it does actually give you a list of all of the NFTs who have been profited by it. Dolce & Gabbana is currently at second and their net profit is only $25.65 million. So look at the difference. Nike $185 million and the second is $25.65 million. So looks like going woke is definitely filling the pockets. And Guru has also provided trading volumes of Tiffany & Co, Gucci and Adidas. If you look at Adidas and Nike, the numbers are close but the profit margin is definitely, definitely huge. So definitely, definitely important matrix via Dune Analytics. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, you will get the official link. I have two questions for you guys. The first one is, are NFTs art or are they considered as altcoin? And the second one is, does fractionalization of NFT lead it to be called as a security? Going back to the first question, that is, are NFTs art or altcoin? Finance Magnets has a great debate where they discuss how NFTs are simply treated as altcoin. If you go to Twitter, there is a lot of debate going on by a user called DZ, which is spelled as D-E-E. -E 
Z for Zebra, double E. Now he's one of the OGs in the NFT space. And when I used to consult a lot of NFT startups in Dubai, I often used to tell them to follow his Twitter account. Another user who goes by the name of Scoby has given a lot of explanation on why NFTs are considered as altcoin. And this point goes back to the podcast with Kevin O'Leary. He had an interesting talk with Anthony Pompliano where he was actually saying that a lot of the high net worthy individuals are very keen on NFTs. Now, rather than investing in, in luxury watches, he's trying to convert them or ask them to go into NFTs. Now, if you take that into consideration, it does beg this question. Are NFTs also considered as altcoin? And the big question is, are NFTs also considered as a store of value? Now, what we at Blockchain DXB definitely think that Bitcoin and NFTs may be considered as a store of value. And protocols such as Ethereum, Algorand, EOS, Solana may be used for medium of exchange and also a store of value. And in the next coming years or so, central bank digital currencies and stable coins may be used as medium of exchange. But let's try to see how this thing plays out. And the second question that I had is regarding fractionalization of NFT and could that lead into security? Now, there are a lot of NFTs. What they tend to do is they break down these NFTs into a thousand parts. But when you promise them that these fractionalized NFTs could go higher in value, there is a very high chance that it could lead into security. If you do want to find out what is a security, there is Harvey test. So you need to understand what the Harvey test is. Then you would understand the difference between a security and utility. And trust me, guys, a lot of them don't even know what a security is. Now, Blockbit, an online magazine, did provide a great article, and I believe this was in May where they call the rise and risks of fractionalized NFTs. Really useful information. And Yahoo Finance also did actually have an article. It talked about if fractionalized NFTs were regulated as securities. And how would it actually affect investors? Now listen guys, if you are into the NFT space, you need to know what security is. And I've been talking with a lot of startup, a lot of NFT artists. They don't even know what security is. So it's so critical legally to understand what a security is and what I plan to do is I really want to release three episodes talking about law and blockchain. A simple question, are smart contracts legal? What happens if something is done in a blockchain platform, let's say Ethereum, but the other party decides that, you know what, I don't want to follow up with it. So what are the legal consequences for that? The second session, what I would like to discuss is cryptocurrencies in general. How does law fit in with cryptocurrencies? And the next one, is about NFTs and I really want to discuss the whole security aspect of it and who is the actual ownership of the NFT. So right now there is a lot of drama going on in the NFT world. Going back to the price of cryptocurrencies, guys listen, my price predictions are 100% right 50% of the time. Now if you do follow me on LinkedIn, go to slide number 2 where I provide matrix from the cryptocurrency market. The Federal Reserve Board will be releasing the inflation numbers towards the end of this month that would have a massive impact on the price of Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and even metaverse platforms. So please make sure that you do actually listen to Jerome Powell's video, where he usually goes live on YouTube, and he would actually explain what the inflation numbers are and what the interest rate might be. Now let's move on to some really spicy news, and this is to do with Celsius Network. Coindesk has reported that the crypto lender Celsius has sued its partner called Prime Trust for over $17 million in token. The article does actually mention that Prime Trust did cancel its relationship 
with Celsius going back to June of last year. And the reason why they cancelled their partnership was because of red flags. So really I'm not sure what the whole drama is. But looks like PrimeTus has definitely taken off the name from Celsius going back to 2021. It also says that Prime Trust was supposed to pay back Celsius with X number of funds. But that funds is ridiculously low in comparison to the billions that they owe to customers. Definitely worth reading to this information. And Cointelegraph has provided a similar article. And this is linked to Bitcoin's white paper which I'll be coming through in the next few minutes. Cointelegraph's article states that Celsius Network 3 Arrow Capital have actually demonstrated the reason why the financial activity needs to be on chain. Definitely 100% agree to it. So rather than relying on these crypto lenders, we need to look at the blockchain protocols. We need to look at the blockchain explorer to understand full transparency. And going back to Bitcoin's white paper, the very second line of Bitcoin white paper reads, the main benefits are lost if a third party is required to double spend. So definitely, definitely important. The final point is about Crypto.com. This year is definitely turning out to be one of the best years for Crypto.com. Crypto.com becomes the first cryptocurrency platform to achieve SOC2 audit. It is audit which is conducted by globally recognized audit firm Deloitte. And they've recently completed the SOC Type 2 compliance audit. This audit was completed shortly after the firm gained approval from the FCA, that is Financial Conduct Authority in UK. Now, I did talk about it in last week's episode. What this audit does is it includes a long-term analysis of the company's security, design and safeguards over an extended period of time and also provides assurance to both existing and future customers that the data is safe. So definitely, definitely brilliant move for Crypto.com, brilliant move for investors and also brilliant move for the customers as well. Now let's move on to news regarding UAE. And the first news is about Dubai police. The news is that the Dubai police tweeted on the 9th of August that you can now get your lost passport certificate within 24 hours using blockchain technology service. This is a brilliant tweet. If you do want to find out more updates on Dubai police, they usually post an elaborated information via the Facebook post. So the Dubai police has launched blockchain services for lost passport. What it essentially does is it allows individuals to get a lost passport certificate within 24 hours using a blockchain service. So users will have to request to obtain the certificate and can be submitted through the Dubai Police Smart Police Station or the Dubai Police app or the official Dubai Police website. And the Dubai Police website is dubaipolice.gov.ae. So definitely, definitely brilliant move. But the big question is, which blockchain protocol is being used? Is it an open blockchain or is it a centralized permission blockchain? If they're using a centralized permission blockchain, it defeats the whole purpose of using blockchain technology. One thing to note is that the Dubai police, that is a centralized entity, will be the one who will be issuing the certificate, not the community that is not peer-to-peer. So this begs this question, could it be better to use a software instead? In the past, the Dubai police did actually release NFTs. And when they released the NFTs, they did ask for people's username, they asked for the email address, and they asked for the Ethereum wallet address. Keeping that in mind, there is an indication or possibility that the Dubai police blockchain technology that they're using to issue lost certificates 
could be using Ethereum blockchain. But at this point of time, I really am not sure if they are using the Ethereum blockchain. Now, the service works with the courts and other agencies to issue certificate valid for 30 days. Beneficiaries who can access the service includes citizens, residents and visitors from GCC countries and the service is also available for diplomats. So the required documents for the service in the case of loss of passport include a passport copy of digital detection of passport data from the federal authority for identity and citizenship. So the UAE is adopting the blockchain technology in many ways to have a smart country and make life better for its citizens and visitors. Definitely a great initiative, but do you require blockchain technology for it? What I would recommend or just a suggestion from Blockchain DXP is they may have built a dApp or should have built a dApp on an open source permission blockchain such as Ethereum or upcoming protocols. Now, the Dubai police should idly use zero-knowledge proof to authenticate, validate passport credentials. I won't go into explaining what zero-knowledge proof is, but just type in on Google or YouTube what zero-knowledge proof is, then you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. The biggest drawback with that is this can only be done with new passports that are being issued on blockchain. But for older passports, you need to have a way to validate these passport identity so it's only possible for new passports who are going to be issued. So what the Dubai police can do is all the new passports that are being issued that can be connected to this tab. So the old passports, let's say, which are released four or five years ago, they will not be having any information regarding that. But for new passports, details can be updated in the DAP on an open source permissionless blockchain. The selected government official authorities can then issue certificates provided they are using zero-knowledge proof. And the most important thing is everyone should be able to validate these transactions. What do I mean validate these transactions? Anyone in any part of the world should be able to validate that the Dubai police has issued a certificate, not the passport details, but just the validity of the transactions. So that is where the open source nature of blockchain kicks in. In the past, something which I mentioned is Dubai police did actually release NFTs and they're releasing the second line of NFTs and they're releasing 150 free digital asset NFTs and they're going to be doing that in Jitex 2022. So definitely brilliant move. Let's talk about the next news that is W Motors who are planning to make its entry into the metaverse. So the news is that W Motors ventures into the metaverse to create an immersive experience around their hypercars. So let's quickly look at what W Motors is. So W Motors was founded in 2012 and it is the first manufacturer of high-performance luxury sports cars in the Middle East. So the website is wmotors.ae and the CEO that is Ralph Debas is a Lebanese automotive entrepreneur, designer and businessman and designer of the Lycan Hypersport. This news that I got is via Zavia.com. So the news is that W Motors ventures into the metaverse to create an immersive experience around their hypercars. Now, this step represents the beginning of an extensive W Motors metaverse experience program, which will embed W Motors into the digital world. So definitely brilliant move. W Motors is the leading manufacturer of luxury hypercars in the Middle East, and it's all set to make its entry into metaverse. And they are doing this in partnership with TokenGate. Now, with TokenGate, the company will become one of the first car manufacturers 
to use the metaverse and create a pioneering, immersive, innovative, and inclusive experience around the hypercast. I'm not sure at this point of time why we need to use a token. They could have just done that using an ERC20 token. But the W Motors will constitute a hub where like-minded members can come together as part of a digital community, offering users a digitally native update to the age-old experience of designing cars, building models, and playing racing games. So at the outset, this does look like a brilliant, brilliant metaverse move. And they also plan to release a unique collection of 10,000 Hyperwolves NFT, which will be like a profile picture. These profile pictures or NFTs called Hyperwolves will represent the spirit animal of W Motor Cars, that is the wolf. So the owners of NFTs will have exclusive access to the world of W Motors from track days, global motorsports events and community-driven hypercar designs and factory tours and follow the hypercar's journey from the origination to the building process. So definitely a brilliant move. The NFT users will also be awarded a virtual design by W Motors. So W Motors is also planning to create its own metaverse and game for NFT holders. So definitely, definitely brilliant move. And most likely with news such as this, Dubai will be the number one leader in the region so far as metaverse is concerned and definitely the top 10 cities in the world and the number one city in the world so far as Web3 is concerned. So that's all for today, guys, on the Crypto and Coffee update from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Please also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxb.com and check out my other website called area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please follow this podcast, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. For the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East, the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a first question by Ramesh who asks, Why do you think the volume of stable coins is low? To be honest, Ramesh, this is a brilliant question. I really am not sure why the volume is low. Terra Luna collapse did actually have a massive impact on the volume of stable coins. But I've been tracking the volume of stable coins since last year. And to be honest, since last quarter of 2021, the volume of stable coins has been low. So if you're hearing news that you know Terra Luna collapse is one of the reasons why the volume of stable coins is low, that is definitely, definitely not true. What I think one of the reasons why the volume in stable coins is low is because of the money printing. Now the US government did actually print quite a lot of money a couple of years ago. That is the reason why the volume of stable coins actually did go up. Because they stopped money printing 
people are investing that funds into something else, maybe technology, buying sports cars. That is one of the reasons why I think the volume of stable coins is low. And I'm so glad you asked this question because apart from the volume being low, what I'm noticing is even stable coin percentage is extremely high. One thing which I've been saying consistently for the past four months is apart from the volume being low, stable coin accounts for over 90% of the entire cryptocurrency market volume. And that is definitely, definitely not good because it makes a perfect use case for central banks to start ushering central bank digital currencies. So at a macro level, that is one of the reasons why. Another thing I can think of is because of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Again, this thing happened before the Terra Luna collapse. But because of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, there's less volume in stablecoins. A lot of donations are directly done in Bitcoin. A lot of donations are done using Dogecoin, Ethereum. Less transactions are done in stablecoins. But other than that, I really don't know why the volume in stablecoins has gone down. But if you look at the volume of USDC, which is also a stablecoin, their volume has been consistently going up. Initially, the trading volume used to be around $1 billion or $2 billion. But currently, it is definitely on an upward trend. USDT, which is Tether USDT's volume, has been going down. And one thing which I mentioned, I believe, last month is that there are quite a lot of firms in Dubai who have switched from Tether USDT to USDC. So it's a combination of these things as to why the volume of stablecoins have actually gone down. So that's all for today, guys. So if they ask me anything serious on blockchain DXP, in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com and please check out my other website that is www.blockchaindxp.com. Please check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about my divorce. Please follow this podcast, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. What you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Bye-bye.